Welcome to A3 Nuna's K-Pop Podcast. In today's episode, Amy, Allison, and Amber are going to step away from K-Pop and talk about K-dramas or Asian television shows. We will explain how we got into K-dramas, what type of dramas we mostly watch, and discuss our top three most rewatched dramas, plus much, much more in episode five of A3 Nuna's K-Pop Podcast. Oh, and if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe and like our YouTube channel, which is at A3 Nuna's, or if you listen to this on a podcast platform like Spotify, please give us a follow. Also, follow us on our social medias. We have an Instagram, Twitter, and a TikTok. Videos coming soon to TikTok. And you can follow us at A3 Nunas. Again, welcome to episode 5 of A3 Nunas, where fangirling comes to life. Welcome back to A3 Nuna's K-Pop Podcast. We're back with episode five, and we have me, I'm Amy, so hello everyone, and then we have Allison. Hello! I don't know why I'm waving. You can't see me, but hey, I just <laughs> waved, so hello. <laughs> and we also have our K-Pop Yoda, Amber. <laughs> Sorry. Hello! <laughs> I'm going to have to start doing Yoda sayings now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how's everybody doing this week? Good. Good. It's, it's not too bad. Yeah, been busy. We we sound so enthused. Uh, we are enthused, though, but yeah, work stinks. But we're all happy by Saturday because then we get to do this. So it's yes. much better. Um, so actually, even though it is a K-pop podcast, we are going to talk about a new topic and something that is dear to all three of us, but more closely to like me and Allie, because it's part of like our daily routine, but, um, the topic, drum roll, anyone got a drum? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about Korean dramas or simply K-dramas. And today we're going to focus on how the three of us started to watch Korean dramas, either Asian television, why we love dramas, and what our favorite dramas are. And then what type of dramas each of us likes to watch. And we'll include where you can watch some dramas that we suggested throughout this, plat- like which platforms. And um, before we get started, though, before we get started, if you're enjoying our podcast so far, please like and subscribe and follow us at A3 Nunas on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all podcast platforms like Spotify. Not sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. Didn't that sound right? Um, But we will be back in about 15 seconds or so, and then we're going to dive into our main topic of K-dramas. Take it away, music.
Hello and welcome. We are back. All right. For anyone who is listening and do not know what K-dramas are, we're going to talk about them and we're going to give you a brief description of what K-drama are or is, excuse me, before we get into why we like them, how we got into them, and suggest certain K-dramas that you can watch that we like. So Korean dramas are aka K-dramas are television shows that are aired in the Korean language that focuses on a main theme for each show. Korean dramas are often one season and contain more over-the-top dramatic ways to deal with issues in the show. Korean dramas do have different genres such as action, historical romance, just like Western television. Korean dramas do have a specific style that you do not see in Western television. Like they have the second lead syndrome, which is very big in a lot of romance um, dramas on there. Excuse me. They have the rich versus poor, and this is done a lot in dramas. Historical and Korean history type dramas, which of course you won't see in Western television, but they have a lot of those. Sexual scenes or intimacy are very PG to PG-13. Now, on side note, Korean movies are rated R, and yes, they do have type of, if you call softcore rated stuff. <laughs> that apparently I need to find me some Korean movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to be politically correct with that. But yes, uh, they do have, you know, more adult in their movies, but Korean dramas are very PG to PG-13, even maybe PG-16. Um, Western television shows, I'm oh, sorry, compared to Western television shows, let me... Uh. Hey, Allison, your, your phone dipped, and all I can see is the top of your eyes now. Oh, or did you Or did you go back? She looks like she's like the guy from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what happened. Hold on. Hello, neighbors. <laughs> Hello, neighbors. <laughs> oh, so I was saying um, sexual scenes in Korean dramas are very PG to PG-13. Sometimes they even rate it PG-15 or PG-19. But still, to us in Western television, they're like PG-13. Um, they are famous for the non-movement kiss, meaning they just come together and their face just touched with their lips touching, they don't move. They do have a lot of transition type story types from ugly to pretty or fat to thin. They have a lot of music monologues. If you remember back in the 80s in Western television, they had a lot of music monologues or monologues where people start reminiscing about the past. Well, Korean dramas are famous for that or self-reflection scenes, evil mother or father-in-law, and also another thing about Korean dramas, they're short, one season, depending on type of drama. Most dramas are typically 12 to 20 episodes. Some can be a little more or shorter. But daily dramas that show Monday through Friday are over 100 plus episodes. Or Chinese dramas are a lot more than 12 to 20. They're about 50 episodes if you like Chinese dramas. And then also they have drama specials, similar to what the Western used to have, like Saturday um, afternoon specials. They used to have those little TV shows or drama specials. Well, Korea does have that and they do it a lot. And also violence is shown different in Korean dramas. 
anything that has an open wound or human remains, unless it's like a skeleton, is blurred out. So if somebody has a big gaping gash or something, you will not see it. Or even if somebody has like a cut that's not bad, sometimes they will blur it out. Knives are blurred out. So if somebody about to stab somebody with a knife, the knife is blurred out. Now they have made mistakes where you see the knife in one scene and the next scene it gets blurred out, but hey, they normally do that. However, guns are not blurred out. The main reason is you cannot access a gun really in Korea freely like you do in most Western parts of the world. Well, mainly here, like in the U.S., you can see guns, get guns and stuff. Even the police officers over there in Korea do not carry guns. The people who do carry guns are detectives. So that's why they let people see them, because it's not an easy access thing. Of course, the military people and stuff have guns. OST, or original soundtracks, are just as important to the drama as the drama itself. Those are the things that make the drama. Um, they advertise the um, o, um, original soundtracks just like they advertise the dramas and the original soundtrack comes in different parts, depending on when the um, song is played on the drama. And also there's a whole lot more things that distinguish Korean or Asian television from Western counterparts. Um, but we'll talk about that probably in another episode. All right. So I'm gonna let Amber take it away with the next section. All right. So with the foundation of what a K-drama is, um, let's talk about how we each got into K-dramas. Amy, why don't you start us out? Okay. Well, so I'll be truthful. So I was really bored one day and I was searching Netflix for something to watch. And um, when I was reading like through the synopsis and everything on Netflix, you know, you see like a cute little thumbnail and I saw like a cute guy and I thought, okay, well, this looks good. So I clicked on it. Well, Netflix doesn't always tell you if you're watching an English, um, an English picture or if you're watching, you know, Spanish or Korean or anything else. I mean, there's everything. So all of a sudden, you know, subtitles come up like, and I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I was like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm like, how am I going to, like understand what I'm watching, like get into it and still read the bottom. But I'm like, well, let, you know, I'll give it a go. So um, the first drama I ever watched was Tomorrow's Cantable. And that was on Netflix. And I'm pretty sure it came out in 2014. But I think I watched it in 2015 because it would have been right on the heels of my, you know, K-pop love. And I would have been like, cool, you know, these, you know, it's like hand in hand. Plus, I knew that Amber watched K-dramas, too. So I was like, I'll check this out because, you know, what would Amber do? I should get like a wristband or something. So I figured, <laughs> let's go for it. Um, so I just fell in love with the whole genre and the culture. Like I just couldn't get enough Korean exposure. So I was like, dramas are like the next step. It's like K-pop's like a gateway drug to dramas, basically. Um, so I watched that one. And then, like, the male lead in that Cannibal's Tale was Juwan, and I fell for him, like, instantly. And incidentally, after that, of course, I had to watch. He was in The Good Doctor, and he was so fine in that. And even though there is an American TV show which is based off of the Korean drama The Good Doctor that's really popular in America, so I think it's hilarious because, I'll, you know, people be like, why do you watch K-dramas? I'm like, do you watch The Good Doctor? Are you enjoying the show? Well, guess what? <laughs> You're watching the Korean drama, except, you know, Freddie High. What is his name? Freddie Hightower? Freddie Highmore. Yeah, Freddie Highmore. 
he ain't no, you know, he ain't no John Woo. <laughs> so that's why <laughs> I watched exactly one episode of uh, Good Doctor and decided that the drama was better. Plus, they're going to take it in the States and they're going to drag it out over seasons. And I like the way that K-dramas end and you know what happens to the characters and they don't beat them to death. Um, so then after I watched that, um, Amber's like, well, if you watch that, you have to watch Love Rain because Love Rain's like the best. So I watched Love Rain and that was like the major rabbit hole because that, that's when I was introduced to Jan Kyun Suk and he stole my heart in like seconds. And then I proceeded to watch every single drama he was in. And sadly, he has abandoned Korean dramas for his singing career, basically, which I don't even know that that's doing that well anymore. And I think the last thing I saw him in was Daebak. And that was history period drama. And I kind of hate those. But I watched it because it was him. And he was still cute. He just wasn't as cute as he used to be. <laughs> but um, pretty much that was what got me into dramas. And now, like I'm watching a couple now. And I should learn to wait until they're done. So I don't have to wait. But, um, and then am I supposed to go over my favorite dramas now? Or wait? Maybe you can um, say some of them that's not your top, your top ones. Yeah. Or? Or we can wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> editing. <laughs> so, so Amber, I'm going to bounce it back to you or does Allison which one do you want to go and tell us what what got you into dramas um I can that's fine um yeah that's fine um okay so for me it was also around the time similar to my k-pop intro um it was that Christmas break in 2014 um that I had so much time off so my daughter was watching dream high and she pulled me in said, oh hey come watch the show with me um and if you know anything about that it's got a lot of a lot of jyp people and um so it has iu and it has uh taekyun and uh woo young from 2pm and it, it's just like uh, it, there's a ton of people in there um so i really had fallen for um kim soo hyun who was in that show and iu as well as taekyun and by the time I finished that, I was like, ooh, I want to watch the next one. So I watched Dream High 2, and it's got JB and Jin Young from GOT7. So that's how I kind of learned more about GOT7. And since I love Kim Soo Hyun so much, I decided to watch My Love from Another Star. And that, to me, was kind of like the show that really got me sucked into K-dramas. Um, I just love Kim Soo Hyun, him being an alien. Oh my God. If you haven't He's seen so that fine. show, it's oh. so wonderful. The ending had me sobbing. Um, it's just, it's just a great, it, it was a great show. Um, so, I mean, that's sort of how it got me sucked in. Uh, and we'll go over some of the, some of our favorites in a little bit and the type of, the type of shows we like. So Allie, what about you? All right. Well, I hope my cat Jeannie doesn't pick up on this because it just started running. Oh, no. <laughs> Only me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who went to the bathroom in the middle of my K-pop cast? <laughs> I will kill you, cat. It's a K-drama cast. Come on well, now. Well, K-drama. You could have waited until I was finished or when we took a I break am. to go use the bathroom. 
It's called drama for a reason, Allie. Apparently, Come on. yes. And I have one right now. My one cat's looking at me like it wasn't me. Anyway, for me, as I said in my introduction when we did our intro in our first podcast, it was K-pop that got me into K-dramas. Um, it was back in 2007, 2008 when I was rediscovering K-pop again. And, of course, the artist, the K-pop artist I came around, as I said in my introduction, was Rain. Um, or Jiong Ji-hoon. I hope I pronounce his name right because I'm not good at those things. Um, and I was like, okay. So when I kept digging and digging and digging, I found out he was an actor. And somehow what popped up for me was the show Full House. And Full House came out in 2004. So I'm like, eh, let me watch this. It seems interesting enough. And I was hooked. Now, I wasn't watching... K-dramas full-time at that moment, but I was hooked, and I kept looking at ways to find, to watch more K-dramas or Asian TV shows. Now, back then, in 2007, 2008, there really wasn't a whole bunch of ways to watch K-dramas the way it is now. You had to go to a lot of third-party sites, or maybe somebody would upload it on YouTube, but I still try to keep up with it. Um, And then, when Drama Fever came out in 2009, which I'm still most sad. Drama- huh? <laughs> I miss Drama <laughs> Fever. So I know. We're going to have to mourn and death of Drama Fever. I am so pissed off at Time Warner. I will strangle them because it's their fault we don't have Drama Fever. But we can explain that in a whole other episode. Oh, so mad. When Drama Fever came around, that site was my haven. That was what I used to watch K-dramas. But also it had um, telenovelas on it, so I watched some of those. And it started having um, Korean variety shows and older, newer ones. So they had Vicky around that time, but Vicky was not that good at the time what it is now. If I think if Drama Fever didn't die, Vicky would not be what it is to this day. And Vicky is a website that's like founded by fans. So back in the day... Fans used to translate those dramas, and it was horrible. You're watching a drama on Vicky, and you might have one episode fully translated. The ep- next episode is 30% translated, so you get yourself lost. So, um, K, uh, Drama Fever was what I watched dramas on. And then in 2013, 2014, I went to watch dramas full-time. I think part of it was because I moved to another state to where I had no family like miles away, not even miles, like states away. I moved to the Midwest and most of my family was on the East Coast. All my best friends weren't even around. You know, I made friends, but K-pop and K-dramas was what got me through. So I used to sit down and want to escape a little bit and K-dramas were it. I mean, hello, if you haven't watched a good K-drama, I don't know what you're missing. And also another thing is there's a lot of lack of diversity. So watching Korean dramas, I got a little bit, you know, culture and stuff like that. Because where I was living at in Missouri, culture was bland like vanilla. No offense to anybody, but it was just not a lot there. So I survive off of K-dramas. 90% of the television that I watch is Asian or Korean television. But I still do watch Western television. But you can thank K-pop for getting me into K-dramas. So, how long have you guys been watching K-dramas now again? I think 2015, probably right after I got into K-pop. So, what is that, six years? 
Okay. What about you, Amber? Yeah, yeah roughly. Um, 2014, 2015. So like right at the end of 2014. So about seven years. I think we all have similar stories, Daddy. If it wasn't for K-pop, we wouldn't have found K-dramas. Because mm-hmm. another thing about K-dramas is a lot of K-pop actors are, or K-drama actors are, you know, K-pop idols, excuse me, are K-drama actors and vice versa, K-drama actors become idols or singers. Apparently in Korea, to be a triple threat to act, sing, and dance is one of the major things. Here in the States, you don't see that as much, where somebody who is a singer and an actor, you do, there are some people who are, but you don't see it as much Mandy as Moore. in Korea. Yeah, Mandy Moore is. Um, Mandy Moore. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. I know. Man, well, it's all the guys even... on Glee. Um, yes. Magnus yes. Payne. Mm-hmm. Who was Justin Magnus Timberlake. Payne again, Amber? On oh, Harry Shum. Yeah, Harry Shum. He's mm-hmm. triple. Yeah. And sure. all the people on Glee. Definitely all the guys on Glee. Yeah. Guys and gals. Yeah. Not that I watched Glee. <laughs> you did. Yeah, oh, did. You didn't watch Glee. That show. Um, no, for some oh reason. My gosh. What were you doing, Amy? I was I was watching K-pops and K-dramas. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. What am I? You guys, think? good. But um. Oh. So. So then, um, so we could list some of our favorites because I'm sure we all have our favorites, not the, not necessarily ones we've watched over and over, but definitely favorites. Um, or are they ones we watched over and over? Does it matter? I mean, we can go with the top three ones we watched over at the end, but we can discuss some of the ones okay. that we watched since now we're, you know, discuss a little bit about how we got into K-dramas. What are some of the ones that you would suggest to our audience to watch? One of your, some of your favorites. Okay. So yeah, these are my favorites. So definitely Love Rain. Because of Jan Kyun Suk, and he's fine. And then I am not a robot. Um, cannot remember who the lead was in that one, but loved it. Um, Howarang, if you're a BTS fan, you have to watch Howarang. How, How do you pronounce it? I'm I'm putting too much of an R on it. I'm sure. Howarang. What? Say it again. Howarang. I'm not going to pronounce it great either. I was was phonetically Hawadang. See, so I'm pronouncing it wrong all this time, but it's got V from BTS, and I cannot wait until that boy has time to act in other dramas because I want to see him as a lead Mm -hmm. because he did such a good job. Yes, Um, I love that one. I call the show W, W, but you guys call it, there's more of a name to it than that? Yeah, W2 Worlds. Two Worlds. Okay, so that... That and while you were sleeping, a romance and a bonus book. Basically, anything Lee John Sook, you have to watch. It's mandatory, and there will be a test. <laughs> okay. And then, um, and this is this is a J drama. So, Good Morning Call. It's on Netflix. Good Morning Call one and two. I think I've watched both of them at least three times. And um, I don't know how to pronounce his name exactly, but Shunya Shirashi will just rock your world because there's something about his quiet, just 
I don't can't even describe it. There's something brooding about this actor that pulls you in and you could watch him do anything. But Good Morning Call, if you have Netflix, one and two, it's still on Netflix and definitely a must watch. But that is a Japanese drama. It's not a K-drama. But if you're reading subtitles, what difference does it make? <laughs> Good. It's still a cute story. So, Amber, which ones do you? Yeah, it doesn't matter. What's your favorite? Yeah. Okay, so some of the ones you listed are definitely also on my list. Love Rain is on my list. Um, my Love from Another Star is definitely on my list. Um, and then Uncontrollably Fond, which is it's one of those <laughs> one of those that some people love, some people don't love. If you love to cry and you love a good, you know, Sad story. It's a great show. It's got Kim Woobin in it. Um, I definitely would recommend if you if you like sort of emotional roller coasters. And that um, one was close to home too. It was that very one, close to home for that me. That one mimicked yeah. life a little too close for us, and that's I think why it's so such a dear drama to us all. Yeah, yeah. I think we both were a little a little more um, sensitive to that show. Um, than a lot of people uh, that I've known that's watched it. I actually was on a um, in a group chat on um, on Facebook where they were talking about that show, and there was some people that just absolutely couldn't couldn't stomach watching it um, for more than a couple episodes. Um, but then I was like, oh no, I <laughs> watched everything because I knew from just what, and I won't spoil, but I just knew from early on what was going to happen. Um, so that was. Yeah, I, it's one of those shows that is very close to my heart. Um, really, really liked the best hit. It has Yoon, uh, Yoon Chi Yoon in it. Um, it's a really funny show. If you like funny, it's a good one um, because it's the first time. It has Park Sodam, who was in um, Parasite. So the girl that was in Parasite. She's in that. It's also got, I think, Minnow from Shinies in it, if I remember Ooh. right. Uh, <laughs> I can look really fast and tell you. It's, there's another actor, Kim Minjay, and seeing him on that show, I, I didn't love the song Let's Not Fall in Love by Big Bang until I watched that show, and he's the reason why, because he sings it in that show. Such a good. I I reckon if you'll if you'll kind of notice a lot of the shows I watch were back in 2015 and 2016. I haven't watched a ton of newer shows just because I haven't. I I tend to watch more music related stuff than I do K dramas. But that's another one. Flower Boy Ramen Shop. Oh my God! Please watch that. Um, just I'm not even going to tell you anything about it. Just watch that show and then Cheer Up, which I believe had. A, NG from A Pink in it, and um, uh, somebody from I think N from Vix, and that was very cute. Yeah, I, I have some absolute faves, but I'll share those in a little bit. Allie, what about you? What do you? What are your some of your favorite shows, or what um, would you recommend? Yeah, um, one thing is that I don't know any of the actors or actresses' names. I'm horrible at names anyway when I pronounce K-pop. So, so here I go. Um, of course, my first one is Variety Show Two Days in One Night. I love it. And it is one of the best in season one. And I love it. 
Um, the second show that I like, uh, this is a drama, is Fight for My Way. Um, the same guy who is in Itaewon Class, that main lead, and he's also in what what happens to Secretary Kim. Oh, I, I, know, I love him. I can't remember his name, but I love him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I'm, I'm sort of bad with some of the newer actors, too, so I... Don't give me the lion. <laughs> He's been in like everything. He was, he was in that drama with V, the one that you were just talking about. Yep, also. he was in Hot. Oh, and Min, Min um, was in that one too. I'll look him up. So Keep talking. John, what is his name? Um, bu- 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 Hold on. Hang on. Park Sojun. Park Sojun. Yeah. Yep. That's who he yeah, is. We could have just his, his last name was Park. We should have just done that and guessed. <laughs> Everybody's last name is Park. It's like Smith over there. <laughs> he's been a lot of. He's been in everything. Yes, <laughs> and I have watched. He literally has movies. been in everything. Uh-huh. Yes, I watched two of his movies before that I love. He is one of my favorite actors. I love him. I love him. And then there is Flower of Evil, and there is also Ooh. Less Than Evil, which I love. I'm and a theme. I yeah, Flower of Evil. If you want a movie where it has to do with somebody being somebody else and a murder mystery, and your wife is a cop, and they find out that you may have been a murderer, yes, Flower of Evil is it. Uh, Less than Evil. That one is based off of the BBC show, huh? Less than evil. So yeah. Is that a sequel or? No, it's actually a whole different drama that's based off of the BBC um, television show Luther. So Korea remade it, and it was just oh, as good okay. as the BBC show. And that's another thing. Korea does remake a lot of Western TV shows, but again, they're only like one season. Um, what else? Justice, which has, oh my gosh, what is his name? He is adorable too in it, but. I like that one. That's a really good drama. I like you said. Uh, you will find out what type of dramas I like. Love O two O is a Chinese drama. It's a romance drama. It is so cute. I love the way it ends. Mm. I love the romance. I'm and I used to watch a lot of romance dramas, but I'm more into something different. But this one has your heart. I love that they didn't have to struggle as much for the relationship. It was really done well. Goblin, who doesn't love Goblin? I think even people who really don't Ooh, watch a lot it. of dramas. Yes, Korean dramas know about this drama. I cried. And I'm not going to tell you what it yet. You, oh, my <laughs> God. I'm throw it you <laughs> I have me. not watched it yet. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I cry, you? I cry over everything, though. <laughs> is it Korean East? Doesn't it's, it go back, it, though, in history a lot? No. It does start out in a, you know, historical, but it stays in modern day. It does go back a little bit to explain some of the history of the Goblin. But him and the Grim Reaper, oh, that was one of the best bromances I have ever seen in a drama. And then the regular romance between the Goblin and the female lead. I'm sorry, I died. Because I normally don't cry at dramas, but I was heartbroken. But like I said, I'm not going to explain anymore in case you haven't seen it. Man to Man is a hilarious, yes, Amy, you better watch and we will take notes. <laughs> man to Man is a hilarious funny drama. It is, it cracks me up. It has a little action in it and everything, but I love it. It's on Netflix, by the way. And then the other two little shows that I watch, 
um, variety show, My Little Old Boy, which I have talked about before. It's a variety show where men who haven't married, and I guess in Korea they call them ugly ducklings because they don't know why they're not married, are being taped. It's almost like a reality TV show and everything. And what it is is that their moms come on the show and talk about the escapades and things that they do, okay, on the show. And what else? And also I said Immortal Songs, Scene of the Legend. That is a show we talked about not too long ago in an episode. That's another one that I watch. And every weekend I watch Two Days in One Night, My Little Old Boy, Immortal Songs, and also Running Man. And Running Man is sad because I think last week, or maybe this week, but I believe it was last week, Kwong Su, one of the main characters on Running Man, left. It was his last episode. The cast cried. They didn't cry this bad when Gary left or whatever the other guy is. I forgot who he is. But yes, yeah, so yeah, that is what I watch. I know we're all over the place with this episode. So we're going to take a quick 15 second break. And then we'll get back into our chat on Korean dramas and why we love them. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube and to like the video, give a thumbs up and hit that notification bell and follow us on all social medias. We'll be right back. we are back so our lovely audience um you just heard our backstory about korean dramas and also some of the the shows that we would recommend to you guys so now the question is why do you love korean and asian television um what makes you watch a show that's subtitled because we know you you might hear that a lot oh why would you sit there and watch something that's subbed i don't get it um so why why do you love that let's start how about Amy? What do you think about Korean shows in general? What do you like about it most? And are you cool with subtitles? Um, surprisingly, I, I think subtitles actually, it's supposed to make you smarter <laughs> because I think, or in the long term, I think it's supposed to help with like Alzheimer's and stuff because you are reading and following at the same time. And the more you do it, the better at it you get. But, um, 
I would say that the thing that gets me most about Korean dramas in general, um, I love that it's the whole story is in one installment and it doesn't drag on for years. Um, but the biggest thing that I love is the fact that men are allowed to feel and they're allowed to cry and it's okay. <laughs> and that um, the male characters can get fall just as deeply in love as the female characters. They can get hurt and they can get completely wrecked over a woman and it's acceptable. And like here, everything is like, oh, you know, there's so much machismo BS on all of our shows. The guys can never cry. They, they can never show raw emotion. And it's just like frowned upon. And I just love the way that the guys take care of the girls and it's just it's just a whole different thing and then if you couple that like with the good stories like it to me if i don't break down at some point and ugly snot face cry it's not a good drama <laughs> you know i mean and not not all of them are gonna do that because there are ones that are funny but i i prefer to like feel it and be like just be wrecked if i'm wrecked mm -hmm. when it's done i'll watch it over and over again but um and i love like all the classic like K-drama stuff, like the piggyback rides and the way these women can drink these men under the damn table. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and, um, you know, if somebody, you know, the minute you have a fever, oh my God, you have a fever. You have to go to the hospital. I, I love it. <laughs> and like putting <laughs> ointment, if you go and get ointment and put a bandaid on somebody's finger, obviously you love them. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> If you shield, like if you shield, the guy's always shielding the woman from like the rain with the umbrella. The umbrella like, Saving her from a runaway moped. I mean, this is, this is love. This is love. It's cheesy as hell. Exactly. Saving them. And, and it's, it's so cheesy, but it totally works. So, you know, if you're romantically i mean it gets the job done so you feel like you got your romance <laughs> so that's that's what i love most about them amber what would what would you say is your favorite well i think when i started watching k-dramas in genuine in genuine one of the things that i liked most about it is that we could binge watch and binge watching wasn't so it wasn't like a thing here in America at the time. Like we were just kind of starting to get Netflix and like, you'd have to like when like order them online and they would send you stuff, like send you like DVDs and stuff like that. But for, for K dramas, if you went on drama fever, you can sit and watch like a whole drama over a weekend. Or if you were out sick on a day, you could sit there and watch all day long and lay in bed and just, you know, ugly snot cry, like you said, <laughs> over, you know, over some guy that, that held an umbrella and, you know, oh, yeah. saved a girl from a moped, that kind of thing. Um, so that was one of the things that really got me into it um, to start. I also, like Allie had said earlier, because so many K-pop idols are acting, I, I think I tend to gravitate towards my favorite idols when they do act on a show. I know when Baekhyun was in um, Moon Lovers, a Scarlet Heart Rio show, um, 
I, I watched because of him. Like he was, he was the reason why I watched the show. I mean, there were other reasons. There were all the a- other actors that were in the show, but I was like, oh, Beckham's in the show. I gotta watch it. Um, when EXO did EXO next door, they all acted in that sh- little web drama. It was so cute. I recommend that show. Um, it's just nice to see musicians act because you don't really see like you, you know, like y'all were saying earlier. You don't really see, especially boy bands act so much like okay we had um oh with those boys bring or um amy you know who i'm gonna say big time, big rush, time rush big time rush oh i miss yeah. them so much <laughs> so like besides like big time rush and like the beatles and the monkeys and <laughs> maybe like the new kids on the block cartoon there really hasn't been a lot of like boy bands that have acted on like a on a tv show so when when exo did that that show it was new to me i was like oh wow you know they're doing they're doing something new and different that i haven't seen quite like that um in america and i i don't know i i love i do love all those those korean tropes the piggyback rides and just you know, somebody's always going to get ran over. Somebody's always going to end up in the hospitals. <laughs> and then, oh, wait, the, the IV, the IV when they're a little rundown, like everybody yes. has IV drips in their house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they just rip wait, it out wanna, when they're ready to go. I want to know, do you ladies, that? do you guys sleep with your lamps on at night? Does everybody sleep with their lights on? I have what a nightlight. Yeah. But no, with actual light. light, I mean, every Korean drama I've ever seen they go to sleep and the lights are on in the room. It's the strangest thing. I think thing. it's a lighting yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you look that good, leave the lights on, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess it's a TV show, Zadie. They have to put the light on so you can watch them. You can see them. You can actually see what they're doing. So, I mean, that's, those are some of the things that I, that I like. Um as far as K-dramas are concerned. And then I just love, it, as far as Korean and Asian shows overall, I'm really into the music shows. I love watching, you know, M, M- Countdown and SBS The Show and Inkigayo, everything like that. And really into, like, Return to Superman, where you get to see all the dads and the babies. God, that's just, like, that. that Ooh, that's it for We got me. married. I love watching the We Got Married. Oh, too. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think they do that anymore, do they? I think they kind of stopped yeah. that. Um, yeah. I watch my, I'll watch clips on YouTube. Tammy oh. got married once. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I love those variety type shows, kind of like Allie, where you, you get to see the, the idols and actors and just variety type celebrities do do different things do fun things it's different and it's fun and you don't quite get that kind of thing in america either um and i i do kind of like that throwback kind of style variety show that we just don't really see it's kind of starting to get popular popular here but i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there are so many korean american um people that are involved in tv bringing tv shows over here there's a guy that um I follow, um, his name is Sebastian, and he was one of the ones that actually, I think, wrote on The Good Doctor in Korea, and so he helped bring that over here with, um, 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 I think it was Daniel Day Kim, who helped bring Mm -hmm. that as well, Um, and then... 
there, I know the dude that's on, and Amy, you'll probably know this better than I will. Um, Ken Jong, that's the that does oh, um, on the Mass Singer. On the Mass Singer, mm-hmm. he helped. Yeah, he bring brought over up. a couple of them. Mass yeah. Singer and the what the the one guess your talent or the Mass Talent or whatever the heck it is. I can see. Your I only voice. watched. That's it. I can. Oh see yeah, your voice. I can see your voice. That's yeah. The I only one. watched the Mass Singer, and uh, if I can get past, you know, Jenny McCarthy's boobs, and <laughs> Alan Thicke's <laughs> Alan Thicke's gigolo chain, and but you know, it's got Nicole Scherzinger. She's my girl crush, so I'll watch it. But it. The outfits they're pretty but you don't need all that but that's an, that's a whole other show uh, yeah <laughs> yes. yeah but sure. i do love the fact that it's doing so well over here mm-hmm. and you know they stole it but at least ken jong brought it over so it's okay yeah i don't really think that they're stealing i think they're trying to bring the best of because a lot of the tv shows in america i mean if you look at like i know we've talked about this a little bit they're bringing back shows that have only been gone maybe five or ten years like gossip girl yeah god no like all of these other other shows that have been on that they're just recycling them again so i think it's mm-hmm. great that they are bringing different things to to america and i know we're like we're sort of off topic but it just it helps bring something fresh it's yes. to see something different and yeah we may not like it as much as we like the korean versions but thank god for just something different <laughs> exactly. i'm just so tired of what and uh, like seeing love island come on five times a week and stuff like that it, it's... <laughs> and how many how many svu shows are there now uh, i mean there are uh, like a million i think there's only two million of them uh-uh. well, now there's only i think on the ones that are on air it's only two of them right but I mean, there's like Criminal Minds, Criminal Minds, FCU, da 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 da. I mean, there's like 19 of them. And if I see one more doctor show, I'm going <laughs> to. The only doctor show I'll watch is The Resident, and that's because it's got Matt Zuckery from Gilmore Girls on it. But uh-huh. I can't do doctor shows anymore either. But yeah. we're now we're way off topic. So, Allie, <laughs> what what do you like about K dramas? Let's turn that boat around and go back toward where we're supposed to be. What I like is a lot of the same things you guys said. It's because I can binge watch the whole season. Um, like Amber was saying, before Netflix is what it is today. When I started watching K dramas especially older dramas that got uploaded, you can watch the whole season in a weekend. I love that. Um, And also now with Netflix and Hulu and all other different services that are coming on, you can binge watch any show. But I think K-Dramas was the originators to binge watching TV. Because sometimes even if you're watching a new K-Drama, they might show four episodes in a weekend and you're sitting up there and you will watch all four episodes. Also, like you guys said, when it's done, it's done. Um, yes, I still watch Western television and I do like that certain shows go on in season after season. Yes, I love SVU, but I, I like the too, fact honestly. that it continues on season after season. <laughs> but the only reason why I like it is because they do new cases and a lot of the cases that come on the show is from real life. So, and you still follow the characters' lives but it doesn't overpower the whole episode. You're watching about the case. So I like weird things like that, like crime shows and things like that. So I can watch that all day, but I love that in K-dramas. When the season is done, it's done. 
and it wraps up, you might not like the way it wrapped up. You might be pissed off at the ending, but that's it. You got to suck it up and let it go and go find another drama. Now, are there dramas that have more than one season? Yes, there are. And sometimes when a drama comes out with a second season, they have a whole new cast and it has the same premise from the first season, but it's a whole different new storyline. Sometimes I don't like that as much, but it's okay. I still like drama, K-dramas, because when it's done, it's done. Um, the storylines. I don't know how these K-drama writers write, but the storylines that they put out on a lot of dramas, some of them do flop. It's just magnificent. Like they come up with these characters, they come up with the plots, how the placement of the scenes, from everything from the staging to the look, all of that, I just love it. You know, even simple things, how a rich girl, a rich boy falls in love with a poor girl, a poor, poor boy, and they make it into this magnificent love story that also might have revenge in it somewhere. And then you have an angry mother-in-law who somehow is doing something illegal, and it just comes up at the end. It's just one of the best stories. And at the end of it, you're like, damn, I can't believe I sat there and watched this whole thing. It doesn't make sense to me. But you get yourself engaged into the story, especially a story that's unbelievable. I love the romance um, in K-dramas. I love the fact that some of it is just very simple things. Like I love how Amy was saying with the umbrella, you know, you love you. You put a Band-Aid or some ointment on somebody that shows how you love somebody. I think a lot of the times in Western television, we don't see the simple, except for This Is Us. I think This Is Us does that very well. We don't see the mm -hmm. simple gestures of when you love somebody or when you like somebody. I mean, it's all over the top. And next you know, it's bam, bam, wham, thank you, ma'am, and the sex and the bed and all that other stuff. That's what you see. That's how you know when yeah. you're getting this big old, huh? Yeah, like K-dramas K -dramas have like a slow burn. Yes. And it's coming, and it's coming. You see it growing and everything. I mean, they meet yes. on these, like over here, it's like they meet and bam, it's done. <laughs> It's just there. Yes. You can see the tension, you know? Or then they yeah. get this big old argument and you're sitting there like, oh my gosh, and then they end up sleeping with each other. So I'm not saying every drama does that, but K-dramas make you appreciate the simple things like little love letters or somebody making them a lunchbox. You oh, know, yeah. A little heart-shaped lunchbox with a little yes. carrot and a heart. <laughs> yes, you love it. And you love it. I'm sitting like, oh my gosh, that's how you know somebody loves you. So it's little things, and they appreciate, or when they bend down and they tie the girl's shoe, uh, I just love that, because you see the look on their face, and the girl just sits there, and the guy just, and she's like, my, my heart She's pounding. in awe, in awe that he yes. tied her shoe, whereas like, over here, gotta be like, you know, dumbass, your shoe's untied. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You you know, you trip. <laughs> he called you stupid, because it was untied, but he won't tie it. He's not bending he, down for you. He don't care. He's right. He's going to tell you, you better tie your shoe before you fall. And if you fall, I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to make sure you're if okay. You fall, I'm I'm laugh laugh you. I ain't taking you to the hospital. I'm not buying you a Band-Aid. It's all on you. No ointment. <laughs> We're not even drinking. <laughs> we sure are. I got water. Amber's like, what oh, happened? <laughs> Amber's like, God, I wish I could hear them again. <laughs> no, I can hear y'all. I can hear y'all. I'm crying over here. 
<laughs> that is funny. Yeah, because I do see that. And people, people at my job are like, why do you watch these things? I'm like, they are just love mm-hmm. and everything. And I just love it. And it reminds me of a lot of, um, uh, did I put that in here? I think I did, maybe in another part. But it reminds me of TV shows I used to watch back in the day, you know, when I was a kid and stuff like that. But also, I love the slapstick comedy. I'm a sucker for somebody getting smacked in the head or they trip over and fall. That's why I love Running Man. Running Man is full of slapstick comedy. I just love it. It is just one of the best things ever. I love it. Um, Let's see. Anything else that I love about it? Um, the feisty female leads who takes out the stuck-up male or the male who thinks he's better than anybody. I love that. Um, I just love everything about it. And, like, I love what Amy said. When a grown man cries, oh, my gosh, especially when their heart gets broken or they lose somebody, you don't see that in Western dramas as much anymore. I mean, when he breaks down and cries and you feel that pain, you're sitting like, oh, I don't know. Your heart goes out and it shows it is okay. Even though Korea does have that manly man thing, it still shows that it's okay to have those emotions. So, and like I said, the Asian television shows are very similar to the past. Um, Like you guys said, and I do agree, they are bringing a lot of stuff back. he-Man is coming back. If nobody knows, the cartoon He-Man is coming back on Netflix. So if you don't know that, He-Man is coming back. So if you never if you never seen He-Man before, it's going to be awesome. And there's also a lot of um Let me see. Any other shows? No. I, I saw remember. a preview hmm? for Celebrity Celebrity Dating Game is coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of variety shows are starting to come back. And I think because a lot of people don't stay at home the way they used to versus, I guess, overseas, maybe people have more time to actually watch a lot of TV shows and especially like daytime variety shows. Because you think about it, we used to have all those game shows back in the day and we don't have it now. So uh-huh. I don't know, but they're coming back more though now than there was like five years ago. And I think part of it has to do with COVID too. Just the fact that it was a lot easier to, to do a, a game show with a smaller set and a smaller production crew than it was to be to do a full out like drama or something like that, where they couldn't really get everybody because of COVID concerns is sort of what I thought was going on with some of it i know there is a lot of there's a lot of like game night shows that are going on there's tons of that on television now i think variety shows have really made a comeback here in america yeah do you guys remember uh that one variety show here in the u.s where celebrities from different um what you call it networks yeah and compete compete with each other Battle of the Network Stars. Yes. See, they have stuff like that over in Korea. They don't have that here. So what I'm thinking what has happened is Korea has looked at our television stuff, especially from the 80s and 90s and maybe from the little 70s. And that's how K-dramas became about. I mean, I knew they had their own shows. And when they started doing their own television stuff, especially, which I don't know when their TV shows came because... 
if you look at history, they, they were ruled by the Japanese. So I think it probably was after World War II, maybe around then, not 100% sure. But I think that's what they did. When they start rebuilding their country, they had to find something to uh, make a template for. And I think that was it. Don't forget, we used to have like soap operas here that played every day. Yes. Well, you still do. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's hardly any left, though. What's left? General Hospital and Young and the Restless? General Hospital. Uh, Days of Our Lives. Old and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives. And yeah, those oh. are the only ones I think right now. Are they now. still on? I don't know. I, don't, I yeah. stopped watching after when and they kept my ass from the world too. <gasps> No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's going to be on, I, I think, HBO uh, oh, Max. Oh, sure. I'm not paying yeah, for Susan Lucci. Come on. <laughs> Well, see, beforehand, when they went off, like One Like to Live, and I think there was another one. I love Dad's All My Children. Mm-hmm. They were on, was it Hulu or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they were online they, for a little while. Yeah, they were online, and then they disappeared, and now, because see, I grew up on soap opera, so that's, I think, Ew. why I love K-drama so much. Yeah. It reminds me of that television. It's like, right now, if you want to sit down and watch a you know, romance or a drama that has action and stuff, you can still watch it with your kids. You can pick which one you want. Some of them might be a little bit much, depends on their age. But any television show that happens after 8 o'clock, it's very hard to watch with your children here unless you watch Nickelodeon. I don't know what's on Disney or Nickelodeon anymore. And like you guys were saying, also what I love is that a lot of idols are actors and vice versa. I remember back in the day between Disney and Nickelodeon, that's what you got. You got a lot of musicians who were actors on those children's shows or vice versa, and you don't have that now. I mean, Anion Grande came from Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. Sam and Cat. Sam and Cat. Victorious. And Victorious. And Victorious. Yep. So I don't know. So that's maybe why I love them. I just love it. So where are we at? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've covered a lot of the topics that we we're at C. We're at C. Yeah. Okay. Now are the parts that we don't like. Well, we've been talking about that a little bit. Have we talked about that? A little bit. Not as much. Well, like with anything else, people who are listening, and I know we're chaotic. We always say that in every podcast. Like, hey, they're chaotic (laughs) and mess, but. Even though we love K-dramas and we're just explaining how we love them and how it coincides with some of the television shows we used to watch, um, we're going to tell you some of the dislikes. And for me, a couple of things, which I think I already went in. One of the thing is when they dress a 20 or 30-year-old like she's 12 or 14. And it happens a lot. And I'm sorry, I'm sniffling. My nose is, I think it's allergies because they mowed the lawn today. But anyway... Um, I think I see a lot in more Chinese dramas where the girl is like boss at her job or in school or something else. And, you know, she takes charge. But then all of a sudden she dressed down. They dress her like she's 14 or 12. And when she gets around the male lead who she likes, all of a sudden she's helpless and weak. I can't stand that. I don't understand why they do that, but I can't stand that. Um... Also, about the lack of physical intimacy or the non-kiss, it annoys me a little bit when they sit there and the girl's eyes are wide open and the boy just sits there and puts his lips on her and, and then the camera pans around. Huh? 
and nothing happens. And nothing happens, and then they either the next episode comes. But, however, maybe it's because more Western influence. Let me explain. They're getting racy. If you have seen her private life, that first kiss between a male and female lead, boy, I thought they were about to just get it on where they were at. It was all mouth, tongue, everything holding on. You didn't hear the moans and groans. You know, Korea's not going to do that. But so, it was so what one you're one. saying, Allison, is you've watched that one a lot. That's what you're I saying. I sure have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am a grown-ass woman. I have needs. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm flesh and blood, too. And, yes, I was like, wait a minute. I had to rewind to double-check of what I was watching. I'm sitting uh-huh. like, did That's why this? she rewound Amber. She rewound exactly. it just to make sure she got it right the first time. I was making sure. And it was the best thing. Doing it for science. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Underneath the captions, Allison's going to have like digital numbers saying exactly where you need to go on certain dramas. <laughs> where you need to watch. <laughs> and they even spend the night with each other. They're not even married. And they even spend the night with each other on numerous occasions. You know, I don't know See, if they did anything. But that's one of the things that gets me, Allie, though, Um, when they I can understand if you're watching the school age dramas, nothing's going to happen there. Like high school, a lot's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. But when you're looking at like 30 people in their like late 30s approaching 40s or like late 20s approaching 30s, that they sit there and lie next to each other and they each have their own little blanket. And oh, God, let's not touch. Come on. Korea's got people. That means somebody's getting down if they've got a population. Babies are coming from somewhere. So don't tell us that 30-year-olds are not doing nothing. Yeah, we wish. It's more reserved. It it is. And that's because of their culture. Because a lot of things have to go through uh, the review board, especially if you're a local station like SBS, NBC, and KBS. But your cable station like TVN, OCN, and there's another, or JBTC, those mm-hmm. have, those push the limits a little bit, especially oh. a lot of these shows that work with I didn't Netflix. Know there was a yes, they are like cable, so they still have to go through a review board. However, because they're not on local television, like we have ABC, CBS, and NBC, they're like your cable television shows you get to pay for, like, um, what is a cable show? Showtime. Like? Show well, almost like that, yeah. <laughs> but people have to understand Korea is not as innocent as it seems. You have to go into their movies, they have risque movies, they have Skinamax movies. Like, if you anybody grew up back in the day when Cinemax was out there, and there was a certain time late at night that your parents say you cannot watch Cinemax, oh, yeah, they have those type of movies. So Korea's not as innocent, but for the television You all show, can't see this, but Amber's smiling like ear to ear right <laughs> now. You all can't see it, but as soon as she said a certain time of night, Amber just smiled like she knew exactly what time. Oh, that we all did it. Especially the ones where you didn't get the channel, but you still turned it on, and, and you, you were watching the way you through. <laughs> You try to see if you can see something. You want to see those lines and like those yes. smelly, but you can just get a little bit of whatever was going on. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You heard the moans and groans and you're like, oh, I saw it. I saw one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god. <laughs> I thought I said Korea has their own stuff like that. It's just that for television, because they're, you know, family watching, anybody could turn it on. They're a little conservative. But if they have racy scenes, they do um, up the rating from 13 to 15 or 19. Because in the show, Misty, there was an episode where they were getting it on and they had to up the rating to 19. And even in Lawless Lawyer, there was a kissing scene in there and they spend the night to each other with each other. So you don't know if they did something or not, but they did. And also in... Um, there was a, a really good kissing scene in The Bride of Hambach. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. That's it, the Going up the water stairs. God. Yeah, yeah, Water God. Yeah, going up the stairs. It, it was pretty good. It was definitely worth the re- watch, the rewatch. Maybe, yeah. you know, I probably ruined a couple mm-hmm. times during that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's getting better, but I don't like the ones where they do just a to the face and it, it just looks weird to me you are grown people and I get that you have to be tasteful and I think right. they can still be tasteful when they do it but when the girl's eyes open and the boy just standing there and not moving like he's a lip noodle I, oh come on it doesn't it, it wait doesn't how sense. about how about when somebody throws their arms around somebody and the other person stands there with their arms straight their down, arms down. <laughs> yep. like, yes like a cardboard character like I can't possibly touch you back like, what, yes. what's going to happen? <laughs> it's like, I don't know if anyone explained the birds and the bees to you, but trust me, you can hug them back. It's okay. <laughs> Unless you can't control yourself. But Maybe that's what it is. Put your breath out and you don't hug them to the front. You just do the arm hug. The men are so fine that you just, you can't, you can't risk it. Just stand there. See, that's, see, that's why I'm glad I'm a woman because you don't have to worry about that issue. <laughs> <laughs> them knowing what's going on. You just sit there and just breathe through it. But a man when it's mm. yep. Yep. you know what though? One of the things we didn't mention that hmm. that K dramas are excellent with the cliffhangers. That's why you binge yes. watch. Because yes. it'll be, you know, eleven forty five and you know you gotta get up at six in the morning. But yep. you're like, I, I just gotta see the first couple minutes because I have to know what happened. And then oh. it sucks you in. And then you're going to work looking like you haven't slept but one hour because you yes. could not turn it off. Oh, so yeah. And I the cliffhangers, like, they're, they're excellent suck. at the cliffhangers. They're great at it, oh. but it sucks at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then they show you the preview of what's yes. going to happen. You're like, ooh, ooh, if I just watch the next one, I'll know. <laughs> yes. And then when you turn on the next one, they go about like five minutes. The first five minutes is the very oh. end of the last episode. And you're sitting there like... Why? I already saw this part. I know what happened. I don't. You just wasted five minutes of my time. I can't get back. Now I gotta watch five more minutes to see where it goes. Oh man, you didn't get to the point. I gotta watch five more minutes, and then you notice you watch three more episodes. It's two a.m. in the morning. You get up at five. They're like potato chips. You can't stop. No. So, <laughs> so Amber, does anything that you dislike about them? Me and Amy just been yapping um, away. <laughs> no, no. Um. I also get a little annoyed about the lack of physical intimacy. It, it but it just, it really does kind of depend on the show. One of the things that sort of irks me is just that a lot of shows kind of follow the similar pattern, particularly like towards the end of the show when they when you sort of get a resolution and then all of a sudden five years passes or ten oh, years yeah. passes. Yes. And then they randomly meet up at some function or they randomly like connect and 
and blah blah blah. It, it just always happened. And there's always those other tropes, like we were talked about earlier, like the umbrella scene or the rain scene, or you know the the getting on somebody's back because they're drunk and they have to get them home or what the hospital, the moped. Um, I like it when it's done cleverly, but there's a lot of times when it's just done. And that, yeah. Like you have to hit those points. Yeah. Yeah. And that tends to happen a, a whole lot. One of the shows that annoyed me more than anything in the world was cheese in the trap. I don't know if you'll watch that show. I was I told not, not to watch it. I didn't. <laughs> do not recommend. It's one of probably the most debated about why it sucks so bad. The ending was awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. <laughs> I don't like Park Hagen specifically because of that show. I will not watch the movie version because he oh, is God. in it. His character is horrendous. He's just bad. And they try to make him, I heard that they try to make him a little more likable in the, in the movie. I don't know if that's true. I refuse. Um, But that it kind of comes back to the whole second lead syndrome where Mm -hmm. So Kang Joon was in it. And I love him. He's like one of my favorite actors ever, ever, ever. And he, he was so likable in the show and not to spoil it, but I, a lot of people have seen have seen it. Um, they just it it just he cut, just cuts off. It just doesn't really do anything with him. And I wanted her to end up with him. I I can't stand Heijin um, or the character that he played in that show. Um, so wasn't it after a web drama? A webtoon? It, it was a webtoon. And the, from what I remember, the, the writer had a specific ending that she had in mind. And they mm-hmm. didn't do the ending that she had in mind. So they went back and they created the movie version that I think she had a little more to do with. And she did it the way she wanted to. But I still okay. don't want to watch it because I don't like... They had somebody else play the second lead. And I'm like, no, if it's not Kong Jun, I don't want to see it. Um, I, I'm not going to torture myself and go through Hey Jin again for, for the same yeah. bullshit. Um, it, so it, it does irk me a lot of times that even if you have a really, really well likable second lead, that it's rare. I've only seen a few shows where the second lead gets the girl. I, yeah. I won't say which ones I've seen that's like that because that's a definite spoiler. A spoiler. There, <laughs> there are some that are really well done that they do end up with the second lead. Um, so when you know we all we all tend to root for the second lead, and it just sucks when you've got somebody so great in that character and they just just whether it's a, a ratings problem or an actor problem. Or the you know the main actor gets up in his panties like I heard Heijin did about the act about his role. I, they just sort of did away with Kong Jun, and I, I hate when shows are like that and they they have ratings issues or they have something that happened to the actor. I know recently with that whole thing with the I, can't, I don't remember what the guy's name is Jung Hyun or something like that that had all the problems with the with being in the um, the drama with uh, 
the girl from Girls Generation, but you know the guy that that was just mean the whole time and just mm-hmm. pretended like he didn't know anybody and didn't didn't want to talk to anybody because his girlfriend told him not to have any, um, yes, have anything to do with anybody on the set because she's uh, a she's a bit of a crackpot. Oh even though God. I loved her drama, I gotta say I loved her drama though. Yeah, so <laughs> like those those kind of like little insides, and I know that happens everywhere, but. It just seems like it happens maybe a little more in Korea where something will happen on set or the writings will kind of be going down and then suddenly the show changes mm-hmm. <laughs> and that bothers me to no end. That's like the, those are like the main things that really kind of get me about shows. I think what gets me is when they run out of steam, like yeah. they yeah. start out so good and you're like, and then somehow whatever problem was in the beginning gets worked out like two-thirds of the way through mm-hmm. and then all you have is filler yeah. for like yeah. two or three episodes and you're like what and i think that it's- is what 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 happens is they have something internally that's going on whether it's a ratings thing or you know somebody's not doing well on screen or whatever and then they change it and then suddenly it's we have four episodes where it's some really really stupid second yeah second story line going on oh my god and that's that's one of the things i cannot stand if there's too many characters Mm -hmm. in a drama where it's like i care about the the main leads and then there's like two or three other sub stories going on and i'll just i'll get on my phone because i get so bored or if if the drama starts to get bad i start fast forwarding just to see Mm -hmm. the two characters i wanted to see i found most of my favorite dramas are the ones where there are no there's not a, a ton of characters there's usually just the main ones, and that's what I want to see. I, I can't do big casts because I get confused. Yeah. There was a show um, that Key from Shiny is in. I think it's called Drinking Solo, and mm-hmm. he was one of the side characters. That show was so boring that him and the the actors that played in the side role were way more interesting than the leads. Like, oh, Lord. I, I fast forwarded through the leads and just watched the parts that Key and the other the other people on the side part of it. The show, if it would have just been about them, would have been great. But it, like the main guy and him drinking alone all the time, it was so dull. I'm like, let's get yeah. past this and let's just show Key more because <laughs> he's the good actor on all of that. Yeah. See, I see. That's one thing I don't like is when you do have. A show's going really great, and I guess they only slot it for a certain amount of episodes. And all of a sudden, like the last two episodes, they shove everything in, mm-hmm. and they wrap up too quickly. And you're sitting there like, man, you know, you're going great. So either they ran out of budget, or they didn't have enough episodes. So I don't know, but I can't stand that. And the second lead syndrome irks my nerves. It's like, yeah, and then also. With the extras, a lot of the extra stories, I can follow drama if they have side stories, but it has to be interesting and it has to coincide with the main people. If it doesn't, just like Amy says, it's like, this is boring. So that a lot of times I just take a break and go do something while it plays through and then come back and double check and say, oh, if I missed a little bit of the main, I'll rewind back. But I can't stand when they do too many fillers. Because it's, it does it injustice to the actors who are on there. And maybe some people might fall in love with them. But it just makes them seem like that's what they are. 
fillers. Yeah, they're fillers. Now, I have a question for you two ladies. Does anybody else get cocky and sometimes think that they can actually leave the room while the drama's playing and go in the kitchen to get something to eat and they're honestly going to know what the hell's going on yeah. when they get back? Yes. <laughs> You're cocky enough to think, I can walk <laughs> away. You yeah, understand, Korea? Yeah. I do it. Yeah. And I come back like, damn, I rewind. <laughs> rewind, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> It's like, what the hell was I thinking? No, you can't start dinner. And that's that's the only thing. It's like, you can't really, you could sort of fold laundry, but you can't no. multitask when you're watching a drama because you have to read it. So it's yes, not like you can mind-numbingly watch them. You've got to be paying attention. Yeah, so if yeah, you I mean, don't know Korean. Why. Oh, go, yeah. go ahead. Oh, sorry. If you don't know Korean, it's going to be very hard to multitask because you have to read and everything. So, yes, I agree. Yep. What were you going to say, Amber? I don't, I don't remember. It's okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Fleeting thought. It's okay. Totally derailed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, well, guys, we're almost done with this episode. I noticed that we have a few more things. Um, we're already kind of a little long, so we're going to take a little quick 15-second break, and we'll be right back. almost done we just have to share our top three favorite dramas that we have rewatched over and over because we're going to wrap this up soon but first we're going to sit up here and do a little housekeeping like we always do first we would love for you guys to comment so you can tell us what we can improve on um what you would like us to discuss is our show too long too short um if there's anything specific you want to know about K-pop and K-dramas, um, just let us know. And all the dramas we talked about will be a link. If you're watching this on YouTube, there will be a link to those dramas uh, below. And if it's too long, I will set up a like a page you can access through Google Drive, and you can see all the links there. So if it's a little too long in the description, I can um, sit up there and link it for you in a Google Drive doc. Um, also, if you guys are listening on like Spotify or anything like that, or where you get your other podcasts, um, head over to our Twitter or Instagram at A3Nunas, and we will try our best to um, give you guys the information for the dramas that we spoke about. Also, another side note, most of the dramas we talked about, you can watch on Netflix, Vicky, or Kokowa. All right. And a lot of the information we get about our dramas is on my drama list. So if you want to know anything about K-dramas 
or Asian television show, go to my drama list. And the best part about my drama list is that you can make your own drama list of shows that you want to watch, plan to watch, or have completed. And it calculates how many hours, like in days, like if how many days worth of dramas you watch. I love it. So I don't think now, that's necessary to know, but okay. <laughs> I don't, don't think I want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know how many days or hours? No. Nah. Um, it's, it's a lot. Mine is a lot. So now we're at the end of our show. Normally at the end of our show, we, lift, we list excuse me, the top three songs and artists we are listening to this week. But we're going to talk about the top three dramas that we rewatch the most. Now, it might change up as we go on and do more talk about dramas, but we're gonna just do our top three for right now. So Amy, head it away. So um, because basically love stories are the things that I love the most, I tend to stay away from historical dramas and um, school age when the kids are in school, even if the characters are in school for a little while, those are my faves, but um, so, I, I, I made it four. I broke the rules. So Love Rain, we've said it many times. It used to be on Netflix. It may still be on Netflix. So check that out. Um, good morning, call one and two. I am not a robot. Actually should move up to the top position because I love, love, love that drama. That had everything. And it was entertaining all the way through. And then my secret romance, surprisingly enough, there was a slow point, but... You gotta love a show that kicks off with a one night stand. So those are my those are my favorite dramas that I have rewatched over and over. What about you, Amber? Um, I also really kinda like the coming of age school shows. I like um sci-fi type shows where there's like a either like a dystopian element or just a just a cool science fiction background to it i do actually like historical dramas if they have like a fun twist to it and i'm also like a rom-com kind of girl as well my favorite since you said four i'll go ahead and say four real quick um my first one would be who are you school 2015 kim so hyun was in that um and Song Jae from B2B, it's really, it's really good. It's one of those types of shows where it, um, you would think it'd be a cutesy type of school show. It's really not. Um, but, so that's a good one. Uh, my second one would be W2 World, Lee Jong-suk. Like Amy said, you can't go wrong with him. Um, uh, and it's, uh-huh. it's sort of, sort of also like a dystopian, like, sciencey type show it's real it was one of the it's probably the most fun i had watching a a drama and then my favorite one that i could probably watch over and over again is oh my venus it's got soji sub he's been in tons of tons of shows for a long long time and shin mina who is um shin mina is kim wubin's girlfriend oh lucky her right and it's, lucky yeah. lucky girl yeah it's a story about a girl who who's overweight and trying to lose weight so i related to that um real super cute it's got henry from super junior in it um and it's got uh somebody else that's sung hoon who is he's an actor um yeah oh yeah 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 he was in the bride of hanbok 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 he oh, was maybe. second was he second lead kind of I don't. Did he, have a, did he have a crush on her? I don't. I, I don't. I did. didn't watch that show. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, he's been in everything. He was just on um, that one on Netflix that was new that I forget the name of. Go okay. on. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it because I don't. He's been that. in a lot. He's been in a lot of stuff. That sounds. That sounds about. He has been in some stuff. I don't remember what all he's been in. So I married an anti fan. He's going to be in. Wasn't he in Strong? Strong girl bong shing too bong shing. Oh, he played a swimmer in one else. i think you're Am I? somebody else yeah this guy's he was not like the main lead in the show or anything this is a different dude but he he is gonna be in um what show did i just say so i married an anti-fan which i can't yeah. wait to watch because that was like a, a show that chanyeol did in china um Mm-hmm. Channel from EXO, and now they're making a Korean version of it. So, yep. Yeah. So that's my picks. What about you, Allie? Um, my picks. I, I probably got a little bit more because I had a, I got a new favorite. But most of the dramas that I love and watch are action, revenge drama, suspense and legal, course variety shows, and hospital medical dramas. So the one that I can watch over and over is Remember War of the Sun. Like I said, I don't um, know these actors. I can't remember their names, but it is a good one. The female lead did play in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. She's the female lead in that, and she's the female lead in uh, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Um, also, the other two that I love is Taxi Driver that just finished with Yi Ji-hoon. I guess is his name. He was in the um, one Signal and in the movie Architect 101. If you want action movie with revenge and somebody who embodies like a John Wick persona, Taxi Driver is it. And also it is based off of a webtoon. Lawless Lawyer is another one. The main actor in there was in Flower of Evil. And he was also, I think, in Gunmen and Josen. And also the female lead is the crazy chick who <laughs> told her boyfriend to stop, don't be nice to people, whatever her name is, who was in the drama, it's okay not to be oh, okay. Which she I love that there. drama. Too bad she's a whack job. Yeah, she was in that one. And then the other one is Misty and Pinocchio. Misty is a really good drama about a woman who is a news anchor. She has everything together in her life. She also sits up there and she has a lawyer husband, but she gets embroiled in a, not a scandal per se, but her ex-lover is killed. You know, even though her ex-lover is married to somebody killed, now she has to prove her innocent, but also try to save her marriage and save her job because she's an older woman and she's a news anchor. So it seems like they want to phase her out for somebody young. So it's a really good drama. And Pinocchio is just an adorably cute love story with revenge. I for- oh, it is. I forgot what the female lead, who she is, but her character is that she can't lie. Every time she tries to lie, she hiccups, and they call it Pinocchio Syndrome. And she meets this boy who happens to become into her family and has a past. And the past has to deal with her news anchor mother. So they grow up together, even though they're not real siblings, but the girl's grandfather did adopt the boy, and they grow up with each other, liking each other, but then they have to find out about his past and how her mother had a hand in him and his past and losing his family. So it's a really cute drama. I love it. And I love when she starts lying and she hicc- and she hiccups. 
that's uh, Park Shin-hee. Um, yes. And Lee Jong-suk. So we, 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 yeah. we, we, we all like Lee Jong-suk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. There's another one he starred in that I saw. I can... Ah, uh, I can hear your voice. I think that's what it is. Is that one? Yeah. I was seeing There's that. A lot of that yeah, I, I think that's what it was. I can hear your voice or I can see your voice. Something like that. Where he's a young, um, he's in high school, I think his senior year, and he has this extraordinary gift and he falls for this lawyer who's older. It, it's a neat movie. It's, it's a neat little TV show. So... Yeah, he was in that. I'm looking through his through his list of stuff. I really yeah, like that. Him. That was yeah. There was something that was I, one of the first ones I watched. Um, what was what was the show that I watched that I really liked him in? Besides that, um, School 2013 was really good. He that's what he got best new actor from that show. Mm. Um, that was another super good. I like those school shows. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched any of those, but I heard they were good. All right. And anybody else has anything they want to add before we end this lovely chat about K-dramas? If you guys have anything that you, that whatever your favorite show is, let us know. Um, yeah, drop it in the comments because, you know, we all need new dramas to watch too. Yeah, for yes, sure. We do. I'm behind, years behind. So tell me what you've been watching. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us today for episode five. Um, we want to thank each and every one of you who tunes in each Thursday for our podcast. We're still babies in this game. However, we're dedicated to delivering the best of best K-pop news, joys of K-pop, K-dramas, and all that encompass the Hallelujah world. We strive to make this podcast a safe space and hope all who listen feel just as welcome and we can bring a sprinkle of happiness to your day with our crazy K-drama, K-pop talk and us going off the rails and not sticking to what we, we normally say we're going to talk about. But that's the best part about A3 Nunas. We are a hot mess, but we are a classy hot mess, like a classy with a cake and a hot mess. Like we can hold it together. You just don't understand. You know, we have a little situation. We could pull it through. It might be with a little bit of duct tape, but it'll stick through until we get home. So that's the type of people we are right now. All right. So till next time, this is Amy, Allie. This is, I'm not Amy. I'm Allie. <laughs> See, they're, they're not going to believe it's just water. You realize that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassed. I'm Allie. And, and I'm Amy. Amy. Yes. And I'm <laughs> Yes. And no, together we make up the triple A <laughs> Nuna's K pop podcast. K pop podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. I don't know why I waved again. Nobody can see me. We're done. I can see. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode five of A3 Nuna's K pop podcast. Next week, Amy, Allie, and Amber will discuss idol biases. Yes, they will discuss their favorite bias from their idol groups. Do not forget to like, follow, and subscribe to A3 Nunas Podcast and to A3 Nunas on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Again, 
Thank you for listening to A3 Nunas, where fangirling comes to life. <laughs>